Hello and welcome to Pray 365 with Just a Guy. So today is the 26th of February and there's a couple of scriptures I wanted to read before we jump into uh, our prayer time. <clears throat> they center around David and uh, I, I'm focused on David for a number of reasons. One, I can relate and two, my church is, my pastor is preaching on uh, David and prayer so for this entire year. So a lot of these insights are coming from uh, Pastor Jason. And with that, let's just look at, again, Psalm 51, verses 10 through 12. David's praying, and he's, this is his plea to God. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me in your generous spirit. And you see, David was a man after God's own heart. David, at one point prior to this, was a just a warrior for God. He, he went out as a kid with so much faith in God that he went out and he faced Goliath. He had so much integrity and respect for God appointing someone in the, the position of king over the Israelites, he wouldn't harm Saul even though Saul was trying to kill him because he was the appointed or the anointed of God. David was such a clean-hearted, such a, a man, truly after God's own heart. Then eventually, David started listening to the press, and he started believing everyone, you know, Saul has killed his thousands, David's killed his ten thousands, and he's believing all of that. And then when he should be out at war, leading his warriors, he's not, he's at home. And he goes up on the roof of the temple, or of his palace, when he knew the women would be bathing on the rooftop, he saw Bathsheba. He wound up ta taking Uriah's wife, getting her pregnant, and then murdering Uriah, one of his warriors. A warrior that he had fought with. A warrior that was incredibly loyal and upright. A man who truly loved God, and loved his king and his nation. So Nathan comes to David in 2 Samuel 12 and tells him the story of a person who steals the little sheep from the poor, the poor shepherd. And when David gets all bent out of shape and angry at that man, Nathan says this in verse 7, of chapter 12. Then Nathan said to David, You are the man. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I anointed you king over Israel, and I delivered you from the hand of Saul. I gave you your master's house and your house, master's wives into your keeping, and gave you the house of Israel and Judah. And if that had been too little, I would have given you much more. Why have you despised the commandment of the Lord to do evil in his sight? You have killed Uriah the Hittite with the sword. 
You have taken his wife to be your wife, and you have killed him with the sword of the people of Ammon. So he's called out on it. And then David writes, shortly thereafter, the 51st Psalm, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me to your generous spirit. You see, I've, I sit here at times in my life, continuously or constantly recently, looking back and thinking about the man I was for God, a pure heart, or much more pure than it's been, doing God's work, volunteering at the church, just living a good family life, leading a family. And then I look at where I'm at today and how I've blown up a lot of my life and how I'm on my way back to God. But I still have that feeling in my being, creating me a clean heart, oh God. I need a new heart. I need that joy. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me and restore the joy of your salvation. Every day I feel like I need that. But what's encouraging is God listened to David's prayer. And David didn't have to be defined by his failure with Bathsheba and his murdering of Uriah. And God forgave David. He restored David. And David continued to lead the Israelites and have a great life. But he had to humble himself. And with that thought, that's what I have to do on a daily basis to get that, to humble myself, admit my, my errors, my sins, and truly desire that clean heart, that new heart, for it to be created in me, not restored, not the old way I was, but even better. So with that, with that thought, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for being the God of second chances. For the one who loves us, who sees us through the lens of Jesus. For the, being the one that that we are seen by the works of your son, not our own. And that you do create in us a new heart. And I come before you seeking your seeking that heart and not to be defined by my past, both good and bad, but to be defined by Jesus, his sacrifice, and your desires for me. So, Father, I come seeking out your will, seeking your forgiveness, and pleading for your new heart to be created in me, for your joy to be restored so that I can grow closer to you and love you with all that I am and love my neighbor as myself. Father God, may the work be done in my heart, in my soul, in my spirit for you and by you. And Lord, I lift up our families right now. Father, I just pray for them. I know there's family members who are hurting, who are struggling. I know there's family members who are sick. I know there's those of us who've put chains around our lives. Addictions, 
habits that we've built on ourselves after being freed by you. I remember the story of in the Bible where Jesus casts some the spirits out, but he warns the person to not repeat because they'll come back even worse. And sometimes I feel like we do that. We allow that in our lives. We're delivered and then we fall back and it's twice as bad. So Lord, I just lift up our family members who are seeking you out and need you. Well, we all need you, but who are really struggling. I pray for our sons and daughters, grandchildren, spouses, parents, brothers and sisters, nieces and nephews, Lord. I just lift them all up and pray for your hand to be upon them all. May your Holy Spirit, may you Holy Spirit dwell within them, work a mighty miracle in their lives. May your angels be about them, keeping them safe, protecting them. Keep them from harm. In Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, from our families. You don't have any dominion and authority there. And what you do, I break it in Jesus' name. Not in mine, but in his. Father, I just pray that your angels would stand guard over them. Protect them. And Holy Spirit, for you to flood those, those places. And Lord, I lift up our nation. Our nation is struggling. I just pray you protect our leadership who loves you. Our leadership who loves the nation. And remove those who don't. I pray for your angels to go about this land. Doing battle. And I pray that you would help. let us know how we can help. What we need to do. I just pray that we would get on our knees and pray for this land. Lift up our president, even though we may not agree with him. I pray that you'd take care of him, but you would change his heart and his mind. Remove the demonic influences about him so that our country can prosper once again. For those who are trying to lead us in a in a good way, I just pray you protect them, because I know they're being fought. Be with them all, I pray. Lord Jesus, may we bring you glory in some small way today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Pray 365. I hope you have a great day.